hello everyone. Um, so my name is Agniete. I'm leading uh, an employment practice in Lithuania and today I will uh, share with you some information and practice on how mobbing is, mobbing is uh, dealt with in um, Lithuania. Next slide please. So, um, same as in Latvia and uh, Estonia, in Lithuania, mobbing as such is not actually regulated or defined by laws, and I suppose it is an intentional um, way of uh, regulating this or non-regulating this, because it is really not possible, in my opinion, to um, strictly define what mobbing is because it can manifest in so many different ways and uh, otherwise the perpetrators could um, avoid um, responsibility or liability for mobbing just because their behavior may not uh, meet the specific definition provided by laws. And in Lithuania, the law focuses not on uh, mobbing as such, but on the general obligation of the employer to ensure um, a safe work environment and protect employees' honor and dignity. Um, there has been some court practice in Lithuania discussing mobbing, but these cases are very few. Um, and. Uh, the courts have defined mobbing as something that is systemic and repeated psychological uh, pressure or psychological violence to the employees. Um, so um, unlike, for example, in Estonia or in Latvia, a one-off um, or two times, let's say, uh, behavior that is not proper against uh, a colleague or um, someone who is working for you. It may not be considered as mobbing, mobbing in Lithuania, but um, from the legal perspective, uh, it is a theoretical issue because it still could be treated as psychological violence and uh, thus illegal according to law. Next slide, please. So uh, examples of mobbing that appear in reality and have been addressed in court practice are um, the following, like uh, the, the manager not assigning the employee the tasks or not providing the, the employee with the necessary information or the work tools to perform um, the work. And that is not related to the absence of this information, but uh, intentionally withholding uh, these means for the employee to succeed in their job. Also, excessive criticism and singling uh, one employee or several employees out of the group and criticizing them for the results or behavior that might be common among the whole team or the, the whole group of employees, but for whatever reason, um, one or a few employees are singled out. Also, public or private ridicule, sarcastic comments and so on, or other types of um, more soft, let's say, behavior that is uh, threatening or humiliating to the employee, for example, ignoring or isolating the employee, leaving them out from informal communication within co colleagues or the team, um, not inviting to office gatherings and so on. So the, this mobbing behavior can manifest in very different ways and uh, it very much depends on whether the mobbing is performed by management and the employer's representatives or whether it's horizontal, so mobbing among 
colleagues. Um, next slide, please. So um, as for legal obligations of the employers, so what the law requires requires in Lithuania is, uh, well, two types of things. Uh, the first one relates to uh, specific laws regulating work, work health and safety. So every employer must perform occupational risk assessment to assess what kind of uh, risks are relevant in the workplace and how to address them and the psychosocial or psychological um, evaluation of the workplace is a part of this overall occupational risk assessment. So many companies, uh, same as in our neighboring countries, do not take this uh, seriously and I hope in time it will uh, change and uh, psychosocial risks will be um, uh, assessed uh, as they are supposed to in all occupational risk assessments. And as for the labor code, so before our new labor code in, that was adopted in 2017, there was no specific regulation relating to psychological environments in the workplace. And the current labor code has an article specifically dedicated to that, that uh, obligates the employer to create work environment that um, the employees do not suffer from uh, psychological intimidation, harassment, uh, or other types of unethical behavior that could do the employees not physical but psychological harm and put them in a situation where they do not feel comfortable or feel powerless and so on. And the law also obligates the employer to take uh, active measures to prevent psychological violence at the company. So even if it's not the managers and companies representatives performing mobbing or psychological uh, violence, the company is still responsible if this is happening among uh, colleagues who are equal and are not superior to each other. Next slide, please. In a sec, yeah, thank you. So, um, as for how the employers will um, exercise this obligation to ensure safe uh, psychologically work environment, um, the law does not regulate this and it is up to each company's discretion how to do that so long as the result is there and that uh, the company can um, show and prove in case of a dispute or investigation that it took the necessary action to ensure that the employees do not suffer from mobbing. And quite recently, the State Labor Inspectorate has adopted formal um, recommendations to employers that are not mandatory, but uh, give some good um, guidance and uh, tips on how these obligations could be exercised so that the company knows where to start and what to do. And of course, these recommendations, they are not complete and they more address um, the legal obligations. Um, and uh, I think the non-legal part, like organizational means, communication with employees and so on, is uh, not less important. But since I'm a lawyer, I will stick to the legal advice here. So to summarize uh, the state inspectorate's um, 
recommendations is, well, first, it's actually a mandatory step assessing psychological risks as part of the occupational risk assessment. Then uh, the employer should adopt internal policies or otherwise communicate to the employees in writing what behavior is acceptable and what behavior is not acceptable. Of course, it is not possible to describe every type of behavior that will be considered as mobbing or psychological violence, but what's important is that the employer takes a stance and establishes their policy um, uh, and uh, attitude uh, towards improper behavior against colleagues. It is also very important that um, such policies or other kinds of information, informational materials have uh, uh, information on what the employees should do if they are being bullied or mobbed or they see this happening to their colleagues. So the company should appoint a person who will be responsible for investigating these cases. Uh, the company should provide clear contacts whom uh, the employees should contact if they are uh, experiencing these kinds of issues and so on so that the employer can actually prove that the employees knew who to contact where to go if they are having issues with behavior of colleagues or managers. It is also important to train both managers and employees and the trainings might have different angles uh, because managers have a higher uh, level of obligations in terms of mobbing, not only to notice it and not do it themselves, but also um, know how to recognize that mobbing is happening within their team and how to manage their uh, their team members um, to ensure that this is dealt with and does not repeat again. And um, another um, recommendation that's very important is investigating all suspected, suspected cases of mobbing and other types of psychological violence because if there are rules and they are breached, which happens regardless of the best intentions, the company has to take some kind of action. Um, about this, otherwise these rules will be just um, just for the sake of being there. Next slide, please. So uh, if the outcome of investigation is that uh, there is actually uh, mobbing or psychological violence happening, so uh, the, 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 what the employer can do is, uh, first of all, counseling training the party who is, uh, you know, guilty so that um, their behavior is corrected, but in more severe cases, um, the company may also take disciplinary actions such as warning or in some extreme cases, disciplinary termination, which might be risky in some cases for the employer. Next slide, please. Yeah, so what are the legal risks for the employer in terms of mobbing? So actually in Lithuania, the main court practice related to mobbing is uh, not uh, mobbing as isolated event as such, but uh, a part of illegal termination uh, claims where the employees are dismissed uh, due to so-called uh, fake uh, disciplinary breaches or if they are forced to resign and so the company is at a dispute with the employee over illegal termination. 
So uh, if the reason for termination is mobbing, the sanctions are the same as for other kinds of illegal termination. So the employer would have to pay the employee for the forced downtimes and downtime and severance pay. And if the employee proves that um, they suffered moral damages due to mobbing, so the court can award these damages, the amounts usually are quite low like 1,000, 1,500 euros and so, but in some extreme cases we had uh, moral damages that were up to six months salary. This is quite rare in Lithuania, but um, there have been cases where the employee was awarded this kind of um, this kind of moral damages for mobbing. And other risks are um, much less severe severe and uh, quite rare. So um, the labor inspectorate could award um, the manager of the company an administrative penalty of a few hundred euros, or the employee could resign with two months severance on the ground that uh, the company has failed to um, implement the legal obligation to ensure safe work environment. But I have not heard of cases of this actually happening. Next slide, please. Yeah, and uh, for the employer to um, minimize and manage their legal risks, it is important to collect evidence of how they are addressing the mobbing. So today I will talk about the evidence from the employer's side on how to manage your liability and not how the employees should, coll should collect evidence about mobbing. So the first employee employer should have evidence uh, showing that the employees were presented and familiarized with the rules and policies or trainings um, or some other documentation where they were informed on what is proper and improper behavior. And you can do this against signature, email confirmation of receiving the rules, uh, intranet systems and so on. Also, when you are conducting investigation, it is very important to document it. So, for example, uh, save emails, messages and so on that you uncovered during the investigation. And if a part of investigation is interviewing employees or clients and so on, if it's a verbal interview, have at least a summary followed up by email so that you have some kind of record of what was discussed and disclosed and can use it in court later if needed. And um, the third uh, type of evidence if, is evidence of the action that you take in. So when you're using um, disciplinary action, of course, you will have it documented it, but um, if if the company chooses not to go the formal disciplinary route and are uh, taking other kinds of corrective action, for example, counseling the guilty employee and uh, training them on how to correct their behavior, this should also be documented even if it is not very formal, um, at least some evidence of training or uh, email uh, information or confirmation or a, a summary of uh, rules that the employee has to, to follow is very important so that in case of a dispute you could 
prove uh, to the court that uh, you took the necessary action to address the situation. So I will not have uh, any slides for this case, but um, I thought I will tell you a bit about uh, the first case in the Lithuanian Supreme Court in 2013, if I remember correctly, that addressed mobbing. And this is um, a textbook case on what employers should not do when trying to dismiss an employee. So the situation was that for whatever reason, um, the company, the, the managing director, wanted to dismiss an employee. Uh, the employee refused to resign uh, because he has been working there for several years, had a pregnant wife, did not have any complaints and well did not want to leave the job without any compensation. And then the employer started a four month long uh, mobbing campaign, which included examples that are unfortunately quite uh, frequent um, in uh, well some kind of old school company, so to say that where managers do, know, do not know how to address uh, termination situations. So in that case, uh, the employer assigned uh, the employee tasks that were below his position level, although other employees were not subject to this kind of treatment. Also, every day for several months, um, the employer assigned the employee the daily tasks in writing on paper, uh, invited uh, every morning his uh, three or four colleagues to the meeting room so that the tasks list can be presented against signature in front of witnesses, um, uh, which of course humiliated the employee because this was definitely not the standard practice. And when the managing director did not have enough witnesses, he videotaped the employee and ridiculed him for not wanting to be filmed while assigning the tasks. Also, there have been some cases where the employee was not given any tasks, was asked to work in a in a separate uh, room office uh, and was not given the computer or any other um, work equ equipment and just had to sit there for the whole day doing nothing. Um, and um, at after four months of such treatment, um, when the employee had to, um, when asked for some uh, vacation days so that he can take his uh, pregnant wife to the hospital because of some complications, the employer refused to grant vacation and dismissed the employee for uh, failing to show up at work. Um, and the employee went to court and uh, won the case for illegal termination. And in addition to quite high penalties as they are for illegal termination, the court also awarded the employee uh, the six months compensation for moral damages, which is very high in Lithuania, considering that employees are very, very rarely um, awarded moral damages at all. And even if they are, the amounts usually are very low. And uh, what is worse is, worst is that the company um, lost its, its reputation as a good employer because the case was cited very widely in local media. So it was a big re reputational hit to the company as well, at least as, as an employer. Uh, so this is an example on, you know, how if some employers think that, you know, they, they 
can try and pressure the employee to leave the job or, you know, these kinds of behaviors, they do sometimes end up in court and, and, and they may end up very badly for the employer. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, I think, one, um, one case example that is more, um, you know, classic and, and the most prevalent case in Lithuania. Um, I don't think we have time for more, but so we'll be happy to answer uh, your Q&A questions that you have posted.